As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. God, let me set you up. Amen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are up. You are there. What about me? song and 
I go to my husband the next morning, I'm like, please help me find this song. I cannot find it. And so we're going through the songs, and I'm like, that's it. That's the song right there. And um, when I found the song, Gracefully Broken, I'm like, why that particular song? Because it hit me different than any other song that, you know, I've danced to before. And he did not give me the answer right then and there. He waited until after I danced to Gracefully Broken. But what does it mean to be gracefully broken? Come on now. Help us here. Let us pray. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this opportunity to just come before you and come before you people with a word from you, oh God. I ask Lord that you remove me and let them see you, only you, oh God. Let your spirit speak to them, speak to their hearts, oh God, and let them let their hearts be open to receive what you have placed in my heart to share with your people. Lord, let there be less of me and more of you in this time. Yes. We thank you for this word that you have uh, that's going to go forth. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. Tonight we are going to break down what it means to be gracefully broken. Grace is defined as the unmerited favor in the eyes of God. In the words of Bishop T. Jakes, grace is defined as a force that gives us power to go withstand the winds and forces of opposition. Gracefully broken is to be broken by God so that he can take you from a new level in him. To be broken so that he can promote you so that he can put a, put you in a place where you can experience a new thing in him. Yes. To experience new blessings. Yes. To be used and filled by God. Yes. When God breaks you, he does it so perfectly mm. that when in the midst of brokenness, mm. he tells you his grace is with you. Amen. When God gives you his grace to break you, it means he is about to add favor in your life. That's good, that's good. When God breaks you, it means he is about to find, he finds you favorable in his eyes. When you surrender all to him, you're letting him break you. Yes, mm -hmm. take your time, take your time. Let him take you from glory to glory. Amen. Let him multiply your blessings. Mm. Let him bring that purpose that he has placed in you, that he has for you. Come on. Once he breaks you using grace, you start receiving love. Yes, you start on. receiving joy. Mm. And knowing that he will never leave you and he will never forsake you. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. When you have to say, I got it. second part and he says I will never fail you and I will never abandon you 
seeing things differently and acting differently because a change is beginning to happen within you. What it feels like to me is undergoing heart surgery. Uh Sometimes it's a painful process. He is removing those things that hinder you from going to another level in him. He's removing those things that will keep you at the same level and keep you stagnant in your walk in him. He's removing those things that will stop you from fulfilling your purpose and destiny that God has laid out before you. Come on, man. He's wanting to do a new thing in his people. He's wanting to gracefully break you so that you can go higher in the things of God. But people of God, you must understand that this process has to happen in order to go higher in him. You cannot stay the same and be gracefully broken. It doesn't happen like that. In order for God to break us, we have to understand that this thing must happen in order for God to use us the way he wants us to be used in him. You in the spirit. Gracefully broken is to be broken by God so that he could take you to a new level. To be broken so that you can experience new levels in him. Not knowing that when I said yes to dancing to that song, it started a process of being gracefully broken. I can literally feel the process beginning to happen in my heart as I was preparing to dance. I would find myself just crying before the Lord for no reason. So at that moment, I was beginning to be purged and cleansed of those things that were holding me back, that were having me stay at the same level in God. And during that week, that whole week, a new thing was beginning in me. That week, I was beginning to be gracefully broken. When I heard the song, I asked God, what does it mean to be gracefully broken? I mean, can a person actually be gracefully broken? Is it possible? Make it plan. Make it plan. And how? How can a person be gracefully broken? The answer is yes, yes. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. Amen. And here is how you can be gracefully broken. Mm. To be gracefully broken, it begins with surrender. The start of it all is the surrendering of everything to God. Mm. It's allowing ourselves to be completely open and vulnerable with God, allowing Mm. Him to search the very depths of our soul, the very depths of our heart, giving all that we have and all that we are and all that we do to God. It is holding nothing, nothing back from Him. Allowing God to take control of our lives and allow Him to break us from the very things that hold us back. From the very things of sin. And allowing God to mold our lives into what He wants us to be. See, many people mistake the phrase gracefully broken as if 
we are saying that God is hurting us. Mm-hmm. And that it's not true. Mm-hmm. It is not true. Mm-hmm. Because God is not hurting anyone in the process. No. Mm-hmm. He is actually reshaping us. Yes. Repositioning yes. Come on. Come on. us. Redesigning our lives into the very divine design that he has created us to be. It is something that he has called us to be. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. To be gracefully broken is to be at a stage in our lives where all of our finances, all of our relationships, our our uh, dreams, our plans. Yes, yes. Purpose. Come on. Our purposes, lives that we have placed at the feet of Jesus, without a single ounce of ourselves left behind, so that His grace. He can align, align it to do His will, His way, and His purpose. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) A stage where we will fully depend on God and the power and the work of God alone in our lives. Where it is no longer about us, but about God and his purpose for our lives. Yes, come on. To be gracefully broken is to let God strip us of all that we thought we needed to make us realize that we truly needed him. It's him alone. Mm. This is good. It's in him alone. Mm. Yes, to us it looks like God is hurting us. Yet, we don't realize that maybe some some of these things or the people that God is removing from on, our lives on, are not aligned to the word that God Ooh. has for our lives <laughs> and that God has placed in our lives. We may say that God is harming us. God may be harming his children. But in actuality, God is using his grace to reposition us Come and on. realign us to a place where we will fully live out our purpose over our lives as vessels of his kingdom. His removal in our eyes and Mm -hmm. his realignment. That is what we must fully understand Mm -hmm. when we say, Lord, we want to be gracefully broken in you. So when we sing or talk about being gracefully broken, we don't talk about harm, but talk about realignment and repositioning. Having surrendered all to Jesus, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus. We talk about God's power at the work in our lives. We talk about God being. We talk about being removed from where we once were to a place where God has taken us. And uses them as a testimony for his kingdom mm-hmm. and for his glory alone. Mm-hmm. That we could be, that we can, we will be used to be, have him be lifted up. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Brokenness as beauty and finding strength and weakness and freedom and captivity. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. All right now. A great example. 
of a man who lived gracefully broken is Paul. Come on, mm. come on. Make it real His life modeled a life of someone who had realized that his life is no that is one that should be used for the glory of God. And no longer his gain, but are his own will. He knew his strength and weakness, and he found freedom in captivity. But it all began when when he became gracefully broken and was no longer Saul, but Paul. Paul knew that through this process, God had begun a new thing in him. God redesigned his life to be used for his glory and so that his will can be done. Ultimately, we need to live gracefully broken so that we can model a Christ-like life to our peers and all those around us. Yes, yes. We can achieve that by surrendering it all to God who turns ashes into beauty. Yes, yes. You may be seeing chaos in your life right now, but trust me when I say that giving it to God is all that you need to do. You may be wondering right now how you could be gracefully broken. Surrender to God all that you are and let him be the one who guides you and leads you. Good teaching, good teaching. Mm -hmm. I will give you three things that we are graciously broken by. Number one, we are graciously broken to be conformed to his will. Mm. All right. Help us, help us. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Gethsemane, (laughs) Jesus asked the Father, if it is your will, let this cup pass for me. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But let your will be done. Nevertheless. This lets us know that doing the will of God is not always easy. But it is possible through his grace. Many times we, we will be faced with a challenge that initially brings brokenness and pain, yet it is for our good and perhaps for the good of others. Yes. Number two. We are gracefully broken to be convinced of his wisdom. Mm. There will always be an opportunity mm-hmm. to bask in the glory of what others think that we accomplish on our own. Don't take it. Mm. Don't mm. take it. Mm. Instead, when an extraordinary thing happens, see how God in his infinite wisdom was able to orchestrate and rearrange everything so that even in your brokenness, he used you for a great work. From the doors he opened to the ones he closed. Nothing is in vain or without the wisdom of God at hand. There is no reason we are broken. There is only one reason we are broken. It is to serve as a constant reminder that God is all-powerful and the only wise God who rules over everything. The moment we think that we can figure out things ourselves, Uh is the day we go from being broken 
to being bound by conceit. Mm. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.9, it is only God who gives the glory. His grace is sufficient. Number three, we are gracefully broken to be complete as his witness. One is not a true ambassador of Christ unless they too have suffered. We speak about the resurrection of his power, yet shy away from wanting to also bear the likeness of him as he suffered and endured the cross. Truth is, we each have our own cross to bear. Come on, come on. But we know it's not the end and defeat because we are his, wit his witness. Being broken does not mean we are powerless. It means that anything in us that should not be there will keep us getting crucified. Mm. Will keep him getting crucified. Mm -hmm. Helping us to live victoriously until the day of his return. Alright, All right. The word broken has different meanings. Broken means to be damaged, hurt, and to lose hope in something. Another definition of broken is to be repentant. In the context of the song, broken means something totally different. Yes, yes. Gracefully broken, on the other hand, is divine, divine assistance, grace, and the mercy of God upon someone to be repentant over his or her sin. The song acknowledges that without God, we can't function. Without God, we can't do anything. Therefore, the song is saying nothing should stop you from being repentant and surrendering all to God yes. so that God can increase you. Mm -hmm. It means laying down those things that are not of God in your life in order for things that are God to enter into your life. Mm -hmm. We need to earn from more of Christ in our lives and show readiness to receive all, the, all his promises that he has for our lives. These are actually some of my favorite lines from the song, and I'm just going to break them down a little bit so that you could truly understand Take your time. Take the your process time. Yes. of being gracefully yes. yes. When the song says, on the altar again, set me on fire, wow. set me on fire, it needs to be zealous about the things of God. Right, we should want to be on fire for God and the things concerning God. Another line is, here I am, God, arms wide open. We mm -hmm. be ready to receive from God. It's asking God for increase mm -hmm. in the things of him. Mm -hmm. Psalms chapter 147 verse 3 says, He heals their broken hearts and bandages their wounds. In order for God to break us, we have to be open to the process because he is so graceful that he does not force us to do anything we are not willing to do. Every now and then he will 
kind of exert a little more power because he knows that you know, that you know better, but he still gives us a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pouring out my life gracefully broken needs to freely express or talk about yourself, especially that which is getting you worried. The song illustrates that with everything in our lives, we should want to be gracefully broken. We are surrendering everything to God, our plans, our purposes, our own will to Him so that we can totally be used by God. When I initially heard the words gracefully broken, it really amazed me because it gave me yet another perspective of God's love and His grace and His kind heart. We hear often that God brings us to build us and how much stronger we will be after the storm. But had, I had never thought about Him breaking us gracefully. The process is just the beginning of what God wants to do in your life. You have to want change. You have to want to be renewed and want to be redesigned by God for the process to take place. He will not do it without your consent. But when what he has promised, but when he has permission, you are allowing God to do the work that he needs to be done. Yes, yes. In your life. Come on, come on. Good. It is true that sometimes God has to completely break us down in order to build us back to where God, to where he has always intended us to be. It's tough and a long process sometimes, and we try to avoid it sometimes. Amen. <laughs> just, but just look at what God showed me. God doesn't want to have to break us any more than what we want to be broken. Say that again. God doesn't want to have to break us any more than where we want to be broken. He doesn't want to see us hurting. He is the one who hears us when we are alone crying. The one and wondering why certain things are happening. There are things that need to be dismantled in our lives in order for God to build us to where he needs us to be. Isaiah 65, 24 says, Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear. He knows that the breaking has to happen. And even during the breaking, he does it so gracefully. It makes me smile just thinking about it. We fed him so many times, and we put all this trash and garbage into ourselves that when he breaks it away, instead of being angry like, I told you not to get that. I told you not to get in that. I told you this would happen. No. He carefully rips it away from us because... He loves us so much. He knows that he knows how much it hurts us, especially those things that we need to let go and those things that will hinder us and break us and hurt us. 
especially those things that we know and don't want to let go. While your friends and family are talking down on you and telling you careless things about your feelings and because of decisions that you made, God is still caring. God is still here. God is still working on your behalf. He's got you. He's doing a new thing. He loves us so much. Yes, you will suffer for a short time. But after that, God will make everything right. He will make you strong and he will support you and keep you from failing. I'm telling you, after the process, you will become a new person in God. You will look and feel differently. You will talk and walk differently. You will have a better understanding of who you are in God and whose you are in God. You will no longer look at yourself in the way the world sees you, but the, or the way the enemy sees you, but in the way that God sees you. 1 Peter 5.10 says, He is the God who gives all grace. He chose you to share his glory in Christ. That glory will continue forever. Amen? Our struggles are no surprise to him. And neither is how much it hurts. He loves us so much that he even cares about how we feel when he is taking those bad things that are toxic for us away. I know already I said that but every time I think about it, it still amazes me even more. If it was up to my family, and if we had an option, I know that some of the things that I've, that have gotten attached to me, they will rip it like a band-aid, just rip it right off. Now that, not that they want me to hurt, it's just simply that not, they're just not, doing it as gracefully as God. Come on, come on, come on. I'm so glad that God cares about me in the way that every situation I find myself in, I think that, I think about how Paul was able to be content in whatever situation he was in. Because he knew that God was going to take care of him just the same, no matter what. In conclusion, when you are going through a tough situation, your brokenness may feel ill-attended and destructive. It may feel dark, but through and within that brokenness is something else. It may be difficult, but it is a process of being fractured into wholeness. It is pierced with light and truth and peace and love and hope. It is a feeling of being gracefully broken. This is the feeling I felt when God began to gracefully break me. God continues to shine his light on those things to reveal truth, truth about myself and truth about me and truth about situation. And I am thankful for being gracefully broken. 
as long as we trust God through the process. We were never created to carry the weight of our own lives. We were never created to discover our own purpose within our own strength. We were created as creatures of worship. Come on. A vessel that the Spirit of God moves through. Everything that we do should be given to God as an act of worship. He gives us as a purpose and a calling that will bring glory to his name and because he loves us. He has all our lives planned out for us. We just have to rest in him and listen to his word. Sometimes we lose that idea and get so caught up in life and impatient with God that we start to find our own answers to everything. We do some soul searching to find out what our purpose is instead of asking God for answers. We create our own plans and attempt to juggle life on our own. But as many of us know, that can quickly lead to failure. Our strength alone just can't carry us. But I want you to know, people, that there is good news. God is a loving God. He is gentle to correct and mentor those who love Him. Life breaks down. We get weak and we carry ourselves. Day to day, but God is willing to lift us up and bring us rest. He wants us to reside in his strength and surrender to his thoughts. And in him, our broken hearts will be made whole. God doesn't ignore you in your brokenness. He desires you. We are broken by grace. Grace doesn't allow us to control our own lives. Grace doesn't allow us to be without God. Grace is needing God in every aspect of your life. If we had control of everything, we would ruin it. But God can take it over and make absolutely beautiful things. He opens doors we could never have opened. He creates moments that if we didn't have the Holy Spirit, we would miss and end his initial, his intentional about every day. We just have to be intentional with him in return to see what he wants us to see. God takes us what we would have done with our lives and multiplies it. So I want to leave you with this. Give God glory on how far he has brought you for all the gifts he has given you and for never failing you. Thank him for making a plan for you, a plan that will bring you joy and bless you. Ask God to show you the things in your life that you are maintaining too much control over. Whether it be your finances, career, or whatever it may be, surrender to God so that you may be gracefully.
Yes, 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 yes. So, we're going to do announcements after this segment. We want to thank y'all once again from tuning in, joining us. Be sure to uh, continue to tune in. We'll, we'll be here next Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Spirit Ministries, if y'all want to stop on by, we'll welcome y'all to join us in person. Because y'all can't experience it online like y'all can experience it in here. I'm sorry. You know, y'all, just to be under the anointing of God. It's an experience that I'm saying, I'm telling y'all that y'all cannot experience the fullness of it. Until y'all actually be in a presence, in an atmosphere. And it's an amazing and powerful thing. You know, we promise that y'all won't leave the same. So, you know, we're about to close up right now because, of course, there's a, a segment that we always do that, you know, we don't expose to everybody. Amen. So, thank y'all for joining us once again. Uh, I guess y'all can like, share, post whatever the social media thing is. Amen. Thank y'all for joining us once again. Amen, amen. So, uh, oh, uh, sorry about that. We, oh, you good? Oh, I got. I had it in uh, the uh, the post up there. Hopefully they see that. I didn't forget about the money situation. Thank, yeah, <laughs> thank y'all. Next time I'm gonna go. But uh, I spoke this to you last week, but you you left before. <laughs> was able to give it to you and this week was just another confirmation of what you've been speaking to me. You know, last week you said that uh, he's, he's, he's breaking off that, 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 that spirit that was attached to you years ago. And it, was a, it was a spirit that was attached and on top of that, it was a very strong religious spirit that got attached to your life. You know, it's, it's it's a spirit that keeps you in a confine. It keeps you boxed into really what you can experience in God. You know, it puts it in this kind of thing. It was just how you was brought up, how you was taught, you know, stuff like that. It's, it's, nothing, it's nothing bad because the seeds still get planted. Amen? But in order to break that, that kind of spirit, it's going to take you to go above and beyond and experiencing God. That's how you break a religious spirit by, by, by experiencing the spirit of God as much as you can. So God said you cannot in this season you can't do the bare minimum in him. You have to experience God to the point where it takes that box and it destroys it. You know, because that's a certain way you've been programmed growing up to experience God. You know, and and when you're stuck in that mode, it's, it becomes religious. You know, it becomes programmed, and and you really can't see anything else. You know, it's you know that there's certain there's a certain high you reach with a religious spirit. Okay, there's a certain high you reach. He can't go beyond that. God said, Behold, I am doing a new thing in your life. 
in order for you to get beyond just me intellectually. Because God said, you're getting a lot of wisdom and knowledge. God said, but I want to grow you in experience. I want you to be able to experience my presence like never before. He said, so every time there's an opportunity for you to experience my presence, I have you, I, have, I need you to push through and get there. You know, so of course, any other time, any other time, it'll be no problem for you to make it to events and stuff like that. But as soon as the enemy see you, see you get to that place where God always wanted you to be, what does he do? You know, keep you away from experiencing it. Because that's what he's hitting you at. The experience of it. You know, he's trying to keep you away from experiencing the spirit of God that's going to break that tradition and that religious spirit that continues to try to pull you back, pull you back in. Let you know that you're doing good because you're, you're growing in wisdom and knowledge. God says they have a lot of religious people that has growth and wisdom and knowledge. They can quote scriptures back and forth. They can tell you everything there to tell you about the Bible. But when it comes to experiencing the move of God, they can't. Because they're confined to a box. God says, I'm taking you out of that box once and for all. You see, in this season of life, you're going to grow so much spiritually because you're going to be seeking to experience him every single chance you get. He said, and that's how God wants to, to, to grow you. you. You know, God said there's a certain level where you keep hitting, keep hitting. You want more, you want more. And God says the, 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 the textbook thing ain't the way that I'm leading you to experience more of me. He said, I'm trying to get you to experience more of my presence. <laughs> so God said, in this season, I need you as much as possible to experience me in person. God says, and watch me. He said, I'm going to bless you with what you need. God said, I know what you need. I know what you want. But God said, I got to see that you want to experience me enough before I give it to you. God said, I already have it lined up for you. God said, I'm just waiting on you. That's, that's, that's something that we got to understand about God. God is waiting for us to step forward in faith and start operating in the things that he's calling us to operate in. And then he's going to provide us with all the resources and everything that we need to, to, accompany, to accompany us in that season of our lives. But we don't want to step forward until God provides us with everything that we need to do it. God says, no, no. God says, I want you to begin to do it. Show me. Show me your want to experience more of me. I want to see that fire. I want to see that desire for you to push forth to experience more of me. And then I'm going to bless you. And you know what I'm talking about. God said, I'm going to bless you with it so you don't have anything that's hindering you from being able to experience me when you want you know, God says that uh, he reminded me of when I used to catch a taxi to church. <laughs> you know, when I first got saved, I used to catch a taxi. I didn't have a way to church. I'm, I'm out there on a taxi because that's how much I wanted it. To the point where he gave me a vehicle. 
He didn't give me a job to for me to 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 build my finances, to, to give me a vehicle. God says, no, I saw your faithfulness, so I gave you what you needed. He said, but first, what came first? That desire for more of me. That persistence to even if you couldn't find a ride, you hopped in a taxi to go experience more of me. God says, when I see that heart, God says, I'm going to bless you to the point where it's a blessing. It's not a burden for you. God says, I want to bless you to the point where it's not a burden. You know, you won't have to give to receive what God is going to bless you with. Amen. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand this all to my lovely wife. And you're going to know it. And you're going to pray for it. I know how you feel it. And before you do that, let me go ahead and pray for you, amen. Oh, Father God, Lord, thank you once again, Lord, for not only putting forth your word, but allowing your word to go forth before the God, Lord, in the life of my lovely one in the flesh of Father God. Lord, right now, I want your spirit to replenish what she has given her, Father God. Lord, I ask right now that you touch her right now, Father God, Lord. Revive her, Father God, Lord. Pour back in her what she just poured out. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. She's quick to take off that right now. Here, take it. <laughs> amen, amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.